Hi, it's Laura Volpentesto. Welcome back to New Style Voices podcast. I'm the founder of Fashion Illustration Tribe, an art and empowerment website for fashion creatives. But I'm also a musician and I love to talk about creativity. So today we're going to talk briefly about creativity and belief. And I'm very excited to talk about this one today because I've been thinking a lot about um, like what I would consider my greatest creative endeavor. And it's a subject that's very close to my heart because um, almost 20 years ago, I gave birth to my first child. Um, I've since done that three times. <laughs> Each one's been quite different. But uh, it's very relevant to me both in that I'm passionate about um, birth and, and people having their best experience, but then how, how much that relates to creativity. So <laughs> let me back it up a little bit. I know a lot of you are here for drawing and fashion studies and stuff like that, as well as um, musicians or entrepreneurs. These are all things that I do personally, and I want to talk to them in reference to that, that birth experience. So creativity and belief. Um, childbirth is a really perfect, fabulous example for certain aspects of the creative process, particularly that with birth, you can't really know. Like, you can't absolutely know how things are going to go. You don't have that total control, um, especially with quote-unquote natural childbirth, right? If, if you're going to follow, you know, what happens, when it happens, without scheduling um, a procedure, etc., there are a lot of variables. There are a lot of unknowns. And primarily with my first birth, I didn't have, and most women, I think, with their first birth, most of the learning they do is after that birth. <laughs> so going into my first birth, I was lucky to get really, really good education that was really positive and really affirmative. So I went into this being like, I have no idea what birth really is because <laughs> I've never done it. And I have no idea what it's going to really be like. I mean, it's a big unknown. And so I think this relates particularly to those of you who are embarking on something new. Um, and so belief is, A, when you come to learning something because deep down you already know what you want, okay, whether or not you believe it's possible, um, the first step is believing, knowing what you really desire, okay, and somehow it just became very clear to me that I wanted the possibility of having a natural birth that was where I felt supported or that um, the possibility of it being uh, uninterrupted or unmedicated or on like, minimal interference, right? And, um, but I didn't know. I didn't really know what would happen, what it would feel like, if there were complications, if I would be supported, all these things. So... But what I was able to do up until the day of my birth was fill myself with positive examples and literally change my beliefs because I realized that I never even asked myself what I believed about birth. 
And this isn't judging births in any way, judging people's births. I'm more likely to get picky about how people are treated during their births. And that relates to education because um, teachers are the, the midwives. Teachers are the doctors. Teachers are the childbirth educators <laughs> and the doulas. Uh, when you're learning about something about creativity, I believe that you're providers, your caregivers have a responsibility to support your journey in a way that is like nonviolent, right? So, which we all define differently. But so what I was able to do, I was fortunate that I was in an environment that I was able to at least be open to all of the most positive possibilities, And of course, if you take 10 different individuals, they're all going to have different pictures of what positive is. You know, uh, for some, positive may mean no pain. For someone else, positive might mean pain but no fear. For someone else, positive might mean surrounded by people you love. (laughs) For someone else, uh, positive might mean, you know, being alone and in private space. So... These are just, this might not be the best analogy, but I was really moved to share it right now. So in that first birth, I was able to fill my treasure chest with the possibility. So I, again, being able to sit with not knowing, but being full of the possibility of what could happen, what my ideal birth would look like. Um, which meant to me certain things like that I wouldn't be pushed around or like yelled at by caregivers and, and believing that my body could do it. Okay. And this, I hope that you're able to, as I say these things to imagine how that relates to your music, your writing, your business, your dance choreography, your fashion design is that what are the values that you hold and what is the fullest expression of those values and to really be able to hold the space for them being possible. I mean, if you can't even do that, right? So seek out examples. So let's get back to fashion. Seek out designers who are using the kind of business model that you admire, like ethical fashion or you know, natural fabrics, organic cotton, um, you know, biodegradable materials, recycled materials, um, having a, a system of production where everyone is paid fairly and things like that, um, where creative expression is part of your work and you don't feel like you're just part of a bigger machine, you know, any of these things, uh, promoting images that are diverse or whatever it is that, that really makes you sparkle inside. You really want to hold a space for that. And if you're not really thinking about business, but you're thinking more about your, just your art in general, look for artists who are working the way, who are drawing in a way that makes you say, yes, this is what I want. Or designers who are designing in a way that makes you say, yes, this is what I want. Fill yourself with examples. Um, That's part of the work. And it was so interesting. 
<laughs> I wonder if I should bring this one up. So, you know, trial and error, you're on a journey. So my second birth, I was so empowered by the first one. And it's just this feeling of having really, really, really climbed to the top of a mountain and, and come down the other side. Like it was so gratifying and I truly felt so supported that I thought, hey, this is easy. I can just birth my own baby wherever I am. <laughs> so I moved and I had signed up to go to this hospital where when it came down to the moment of the baby was coming out, you know, I had doctors yelling at me and not supporting my own natural process. Uh, not because they're bad people, just because they didn't have the training to understand childbirth except in a medical way. So then even though I thought I had it all figured out, I didn't, you know. I was actually at odds with the system that I found myself in. This is creative process. This is a journey. This is the step by step. So uh, trial and error. And the thing is, having had these different experiences only affirms my values more, right? Um, only adds to my experience. So when you're learning art or creating, you want to really look at the institution and environment that you're learning and creating in and make choices whenever possible that you know are going to support those core values that you have. And in a way, you know, this is all obvious maybe, but in another way, I hope as you're hearing these words today, it's almost like a little meditation where you're able to walk with me for these 10 minutes and re-examine what your core values are and what kind of systems support those environments, um, support those values. So like after the hospital birth, I, my last birth was at home. And you know, what did that feel like? And what was, what was the contrast that led to that decision? And then what was that journey like? It, I mean, it's wonderful that each journey was different and that each one taught me something new about myself and develop a point of perspective on birth and a perspective on many things. So this is how you become more and more yourself and are able to touch people and, and serve through your own experiences for good or for bad, right? Um, but the final thing I'm going to leave you with that we'll come back to in a future episode is that in art and in much creation, we have some myths and beliefs that can be re-examined and reassessed. So in teaching and learning environments, I want to reassess the belief that, you know, you are or aren't born with some magical art skill or that you need permission to create or the belief that you need a, a certificate to say that you're worthy of making something. There are, oh, there are many unexamined beliefs that are probably blocking you from just making something today and making it the way that you want. Um, yeah, 
and I'm still, I still struggle with those things in my own life, which is why I'm so <laughs> interested in thinking about them. You know, I find there's always some sneaky little belief that's stopping me from shining fully. And so today in your art, in your creation, I want you to get quiet and close your eyes and remember that the reason you came to make or want to learn something is because you were uncontrollably drawn to and that's all you need to know it's in you it is not outside of you and maybe you're just in the step of bridging bridging what's in to being expressed out in the world and today I urge you to just fill your treasure chest with examples of what your values are what you believe is possible what makes you shine and know that your connection to them is your reality and it is yours because you see it that's why you see it because it reflects what's inside of you and hold the faith of what's possible for you Allow yourself to soak into that space like a bubble bath. Let it into all your pores and let that seed grow roots in you and take hold. And the next time we meet, um, or maybe you want to write down some keywords about what your values are. Maybe you want to stick some pieces of paper onto another piece of paper make a little collage of some of these core values it could be words it could be images um but if you feel like you want to make things and you don't have the skills yet I want you to know that the skills is the littlest part <laughs> those skills are accessible to anyone and if you believe they aren't you're wrong they are accessible to you and whatever level you are at is exactly where you should be and exactly what you need is not apart from you i'd love to hear your thoughts on this i'd love to hear back from you um again i'm laura volpen test i'm the founder of fashion illustration tribe it's my online fashion school i created after 20 years of teaching fashion at a top fashion school i'm passionate about expression and creativity in music in writing in business and in fashion. Um, <laughs> lately, I've been calling fashion the F word because I realized that I was embarrassed by fashion because of all of the icky things I learned about it after I worked in it. And I'm kind of wanting to reclaim the beauty and sacredness of you know, creating adornment and expressing ourselves. Um, bringing I almost wish I could make up a new word for fashion. Does anyone have any suggestions? <laughs> Share them in the comments. Let me know if what you'd like to hear in upcoming con podcasts. And thanks for joining me today. Much love. Bye-bye.